Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff, and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. So I will never forget how I felt when I realized I found the one. Now, I'm not talking about the guy. I'm talking about my wedding dress. And I was so happy I was finally getting married because I was 35. Both my parents came with me and bought my dress for me. And it was one of the happiest memories I can ever remember. So, of course, you guys know the rest of the story. Didn't work out. But... (laughs) I still love the dress, and I want to talk about the answer to your question, which is probably like, what did you do with it? And in this podcast, I want to talk about what should you do with your wedding dress, your wedding rings, your shoes, your wedding album, your photos, and all this other memorabilia that you have this conflicted relationship with. And I have a great guest for this. I have one of my favorites, Joanne Littman. Hi, Joe. Hi, Jackie. So Joanne and I are going to talk about this. Joanne is a divorced mom of three older kids, though. Actually, her daughter just got married. And I thought she would be a good person for this. I'm sure, Joe, that you've experienced some of the same kind of love-hate relationship with your wedding dress Absolutely. and things like that. I have. <laughs> and I want to tell my listeners a little background on Joe. Joe is a financial advisor with Eagle Strategies. She's been doing it for seven years. She has a niche in helping people during and after divorce. Her clients love her. She takes portfolio sizes of all size and is so, so smart. And Joe, I'm not just saying this because we're friends. Thank you. You really know about a lot of things. Thank you so much. So if you have any questions, you can find Joe on the Divorced Girl Smiling Trusted Professional page, Joanne Littman Financial Advisor. Okay, let's get to the wedding dress. So tell me your story. Sure. Well, it's funny when you were talking about going and shopping. I went with my mom and my sister. The first place I fell in love with the dress, but we had to go to a million places. So we went to a million places and I ended up buying that first dress that I ever saw. Um, And I loved my dress. I was like princess ball gowns, you know. Um, And yeah, my story like yours didn't quite work out. I've now been divorced. I always have to do the math. About 16 years. and I still have my dress. So it's sitting in a closet. It's sitting in one of those boxes. You have a, whatever it's called, a cleaners, like yeah. protect it, you know, yeah. from aging and stuff. What's it right. called? It's like the um, preservation yes, box. it was preserved. Okay. Yes. So I have a daughter. I thought, well, maybe she'll wear it. You just mentioned she did get married this summer. She did not wear my dress. And that was fine. It, didn't, it wasn't heartbreaking. I didn't have expectations that she would. I just thought that's why I was keeping it. And I do have to say, if somebody had told me, I've had stages of how I have felt about keeping or getting rid of the dress. You know, at the beginning, I really didn't want to see any of this. I didn't want to see any of the stuff we're talking about. Um, I had a hard time with it, but, you know, I think as parents, we often say things like, I would do anything for my children. And when 
those of us who have been divorced, that the divorce stages, all stages, test that theory, right? And so I did it for my kids. I didn't do it for me. For me, I would have gotten rid of everything. So you did it because there was a possibility your daughter would wear it and you didn't want that to not be an option. Right. I didn't want to take that away from mm -hmm. her. So it was totally not about me. I would have probably had Pitched some ceremonial <laughs> thing. Now, I have a different story. Yeah. I kept mine in a preservation box and it was in the basement in like a storage room for like 17 years. And then when COVID was happening and everybody was home, remember those weeks in March yes. and early April, and we were all home and I started cleaning and I decided to cut open the preservation box mm -hmm. and try my dress on. And actually, it, it didn't zip, but it wasn't like as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. And my daughter at the time was 16, and I went to like put, just do something with the box. And I came back, and she had the dress on. Oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> and she looked so Aww. beautiful in yeah. it. Like, I wanted to cry because it was a really nice dress. And, I mean, I did tell you this beautiful story about me and my parents sure. buying the dress. And, and I guess what I want to tell my listeners, and tell me if you agree with this, is that I understand if you're getting divorced right now and you're so hurt and you're in pain and you feel such hatred and anger and resentment for your ex and you wish none of this would have ever happened. I'm not saying no one people are on here wishing they didn't have kids. I know that's not true. But you have this hatred and anger. I had it. And what I want to advise is put it somewhere where you can't see it, but don't do anything with it yet. Because like Joe said, you never know. I also want to say, Joe, I don't think your daughter didn't wear it because she was like, oh, my parents got divorced. I don't think so either. I think it, the, these days kids just want what looks good on them and they want something new. And she it, got a wonderful dress for herself. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't, mine was not her style. It, I don't feel bad about that at all. And I don't think it had anything to do with, but I feel like these things are like our kids' genesis, right? It's like the beginning of why our kids are here on yes. this earth and so I feel like it's their history and we do it for them and another thing to think about is when you wore it were you happy yeah, I, I was happy like time. so sure. happy and I remember all of the people who were at the wedding and everything and my family and it was a very happy time Me you're too. right and so it's a good thing but I think I agree with you if it you know you feel all this anger like I remember it was just so hard to feel okay about it I didn't want to look at anything you know that had to do with you know our marriage I took all the pictures off the walls you know, the family photos and those sorts of things but for the wedding dress I think if you can put it away like you said that's great I do also know you and I have everybody's story is a little bit different right if it really triggers somebody because there's something that really that their marriage was abusive or pain you know what i mean or and their gonna, ex left them for someone else and is now getting remarried but why would you so want your dress awful, right if it's so mm -hmm. awful that it's hurtful i would say can a family member keep it for a little while so you don't even think like yeah. oh there it is sitting in the that's closet. a good idea or if you have to get rid of it get rid of take it take right? it to your parents yeah, house maybe. take it to your friend's house your sister Good idea. Maybe. And then also, if you do want to get rid of it, um, I think it's hard to find a place to donate a wedding dress. Don't you? 
haven't really tried, but yeah, I think I so. remember looking at one point. So mm -hmm. you do have a point. I must have thought in my head mm -hmm. I wanted to get rid of it at some point. Sure. But I never did. I and I was some vintage glad. stores might be interesting depending on the style of your dress. But look, if it's so painful and it's triggering you, I think like do what you got to do, right? But if you can put it away and not have it be additionally hurtful and maybe just wait and see. If somebody had told me 15 or 16 years ago, I'd feel better about it now, I probably wouldn't have believed them. And I was sharing with you earlier, I'm moving apartments, right? So I'm literally going through things and I called my daughter, what should I do with the dress? You know, kind of thing. We had some ideas. You can bring it over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's bother me now. But what, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. I, like I said, would have wanted some ceremonial fire pit. <laughs> And I've heard Girls of people night. doing that. <laughs> For sure. Um, and also, I want to tell my listeners, my daughter, the dress looked beautiful on her, and it is her style, but she's so tall oh. that we would have to add material <laughs> on the bottom. So I'm not sure. Yeah. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm here with financial advisor and good friend, Joanne Lippman. Joe and I are talking about what should you do with your wedding stuff after divorce, your dress, your ring, your shoes, memorabilia, pictures, everything. I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, we're going to get to the photos. We'll be right back. I rarely talk to someone who got divorced who said that the process was easy, that it didn't take very long, or that it didn't cost a lot of money. But Paulette Rigo's divorce story makes most other divorces seem like a cakewalk. I'm not kidding. Paulette, who is a certified divorce coach and mediator, endured an eight-and-a-half-year divorce case that ended in a 12-day trial and four years of post-litigation. That was in 2007. So Paulette's arduous, painful, heartbreaking experience is what led her to become a divorce coach and start Better Divorce Academy, her divorce coaching and mediation practice dedicated to helping people avoid the mistakes that she made, become empowered, and end up with the best possible divorce outcome. Paulette is wonderful. I would highly recommend having a consultation with her. You can reach her at betterdivorceacademy.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girls Smiling. I also want to talk about divorce mediator Eric Feig. So family-focused is the best way to describe Eric Feig's mediation practice. Eric is a veteran attorney turned mediator and practices all types of mediation from business disputes to elder care. And of course, divorce is a big, big part of his practice. Eric is a father in a neurodiverse family. He has a strong commitment to working with parents of neurodiverse and special needs children, and his passion for helping divorced couples is so apparent in the conversations I've had with Eric. Eric is wonderful. He teaches co-parenting. He helps people communicate so they have a great post-divorce life and feel really good about their divorce outcome. If you want to find Eric, you can find him at feigmediationgroup.com or in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff. I'm your host. I'm here with financial advisor and friend, Joanne Lippman. 
Joe and I are talking about what to do with your wedding rings, shoes, photos. We're going to get to, let's get to photos next. Sure. All right. So this is a big one for people. Mm-hmm. And I have heard of people just tear, I've seen movies tearing up the photos, you know, throwing darts at the photos. <laughs> Tell me about that for you. So I put them away. Um, in fact, the whole wedding album, you know, that we used to order, right? And I have the advantage that my daughter's a professional photographer and she also digitizes things. So I just sent her the book actually just recently and I just thought, digitize everything, right? All the kids can have a digital copy. Uh, it does, you know, like you said, for us, it was a happy time, you know, and those times led to their their being our kids. And so I want them to be able to look back one day and see like that's how it all started. The digital idea is very good because we all want our kids. And to those listening, if you think your kids don't want to see it because you're divorced, you're 100% wrong. 100% wrong. They definitely want to see it. Maybe in time. Right. Maybe in time. Right. right. Well, so my ex-husband and I went to a senior prom together. <laughs> so, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and actually my youngest son was just in from college and I, I was going through some things and came across like a prom picture or a homecoming dance picture or something from like teenage years and showed it to him and we just both giggled, you know, because we look so young and the styles. Now, I'll tell you something interesting. So my wedding album is right there in that closet. And I've always kept it, and it paid a lot for it. It's very good quality, whatever. I would never do that again. Um, And I remember looking at the pictures, even with my kids when they were little, and it was painful, but it had been a while since my divorce. Like, I didn't do it in year one or two. Maybe year four or five. And then I looked at it recently and I just had this feeling and I want to tell the story because I want to give people hope. So I am with someone for eight years and even if I wasn't with him, I looked at those pictures recently and was like, wow, I mean, I have just grown so much as a person. I'm so much more wise strong I don't know I had like a feeling that of empowerment like I like myself a lot more and like, amazing you know but it was kind of sad but I do remember that night as being really fun mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. a lot of different emotions but again please don't throw away your wedding album one thing I did do in a fit of rage is took my wedding video and threw it in the garbage, in the garage. The garbage came the next day, and I don't have my wedding video mm-hmm. anymore. And what's sad about that is there was video of my dad, who's no longer with us, mm-hmm. of my friends saying stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe now if I would have watched my video, I would have appreciated those other people sure you know so that was a huge mistake Mm -hmm. please don't do it anyone and the pictures give you that too so it's hard now for people because it's fresh and they're still like you said angry and kind of boiling try to put them in a box and don't think about it for a while because I think people change their mind I did I'm so glad to hear that 
Next, let's talk about wedding shoes. Do you remember your shoes of your wedding? I remember my shoes, but I don't have them and I don't know what happened to them. Oh, they so just went bye-bye right after they, the wedding? They did. I think I might have dyed them at the time and then wore them. Again? Yeah, I think I did. I think oh. I dyed them black and wore them for something. I don't know, but I don't have them now, so I didn't have to That would be a them. good thing to donate. Sure. I want to move on to wedding and engagement rings. This is a big one for people, and it could be its own podcast even. So tell me what you did. I have did. a sad story. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, when we moved out of the house, when I moved out of the house that we raised the kids in or started to raise the kids in, um, my movers took my jewelry box. Yeah. So, Wait, were you still married? No, 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 no. When I got divorced, I stayed in the house for a couple of years, and when it was time to move out of that house, uh, and my kids were still young. Did you get the insurance or the money back? No, it, they, they, it was a whole fight, and I think because the big deal in there, so the jewelry box my parents gave me for like a graduate school, graduates, a handmade, beautiful, I was I think I was more, more sad about, upset the, about the box. box. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would have rather had the money for the ring than have it go nowhere, right? But um, I think it, it, I think the world works in mysterious ways, and it took the burden off of me of this ring. So I think it was supposed to not be in my... Maybe. My world, and Maybe. it's upsetting how it happened to me, but I needed it out of my world, and it happened, so. That's a crazy story. Yeah, yeah, I really wish I had the jewelry box back, even if the ring was gone, but, yeah, so I don't have one. I, I have talked to a lot of people. I mean, you and I, in our everyday lives, we interact with a lot of people who are going through stuff like this, and more often than not, I think people sell it, you know. I think people sell it. Well, I did, I did, but I didn't sell it for about four years. So it sat in the jewelry box. How did you feel when you saw it? I didn't really look at it mm. too much, I don't think, at the beginning. But I would look at it from time to time. And like one time I was walking around my house with it just to see how it would feel. And I don't know. Was, you know, I was mourning. I was still yes. grieving. But after a few years... I was at a point in my life where I wasn't financially secure. So I've been in all different income brackets. I've been like wealthy. I've been like not wealthy. I've been like normal like I am now. I've been like struggling. So this was a point where I had not gone back to work yet. And I was like kind of needing money. And I you know, didn't want to borrow money from anybody. So I said, you know, this might be a good time to sell my ring because it's just sitting there. Right. And I want to give a plug out to the people I sold it to, MJ Gable, which is a really lovely couple in upstate New York. I don't even remember how I found mm-hmm. them. Well, first I went to my friend who owns a jewelry store and she was like, look, I'd love to take this ring, but I can't give you what you could get somewhere else. Like she's that ethical that she said that to me. So I go, okay. So then I found MJ Gable. They sent me like a prepaid envelope. I put the ring in the envelope. They paid Mm. for the insurance in case Mm. anything happened. They're really, really trustworthy. They made me an offer. If you don't like the offer, they send you the ring back. 
And I, it was so much more than I thought I would wow. get that I just took it. And they are a new Divorce Girl Smiling Trusted Professional. Lovely. So I wish I knew them before I, I had know, moved. Yeah. I know. Right. So they're really, Matt and Ann Gable are really nice people. They have a couple of young kids and a couple pets. They're just... And they've been in the jewelry business since 2011. Amazing. So I guess I caught them right at the beginning. I guess you did. So yeah. yeah. But if you want to learn more about them, you can find them on Divorce Girl Smiling in the Trusted Professional section or mjgable.com. So this is interesting to me, if you don't mind me adding this, that I think I felt differently about my ring when it was sitting in that jewelry box and I did see it than I did about the dress. And the reason is I picked out the dress right? But he gave me the ring and it had a different Mm -hmm. energy about it for me. And I really hated looking at the rings. Like that was different for me, but the wedding gown didn't bother me. And did you also remember like your engagement story? Oh yeah. Was it romantic? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it just, that felt, that that felt worse, right? To me than Mm -hmm. the dress that I picked out that I love, that I felt good in it. So I think that I think it was different for me, and I think that's different about maybe getting rid of your ring, and there's a great financial bump for people. I know people who have bought furniture for the new homes they're moving into, you know? I mean, that, that it serves a purpose, and it makes them feel good that it leads to something positive okay. for them. Okay, great segue. Okay. <laughs> I wrote an article called What 34 Women Did With the Money That They Got for Their I Wedding I love rings. that. Okay, so 34 Divorced Women Here's what they did. I'm going to read like just a few of them, not all 34. I took my kids on a trip to the California coast. I used it to buy boobs. (laughs) I put the money in my kids' 529 college plans. I used it for a down payment on the house. Mm -hmm. I donated it to a women's shelter. Wow. Amazing. My ex stole it. I traded it in and bought two diamond bands and gave one to each of my two daughters. Amazing. I saved the money and I still have it. You know, think about it. If I want to tell my listeners, and this is your department, Joe. Right. If you take your ring and give Joe a check to invest, in 10 years, you could have so much more money. Okay. I mean, if the average portfolio grows at 7% a year historically. It would double in 10 years. It would double. So something to think about, people. Okay, uh, a couple more here. I used it for a retainer for my attorney. Mm. That's really sad. Mm -hmm. I gave it to someone in need. It's nice to know it went to something good after so many years of bad. I bought a new car. One person wrote, I never got a ring. <laughs> well, that's one thing you don't have to deal with. I know somebody that like remade it into a necklace. Mm-hmm. So like, she had it redone. But see, I wouldn't want to wear, wear that. I wouldn't want to wear it either. She did not have a problem with it. I now, wouldn't. you she could was also... like, it's mine. You know, it's beautiful. It's mine. And I was like, okay. All right. Now, you could also trade it in for sure. another piece of jewelry, jewelry that's sure. like new. But also, you could save it for your daughter. But I feel differently about that than I do about I the do dress. Too. I do I just too. think the karma of it I agree. is not good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but when you sell it to somebody who like, it gets blessed with all new karma and goes to somebody when they're in a great state. Oh, so if they don't probably, know, okay, here's right? my rule. If they don't know about it, it's fine. Well, it's just different. Like they have, they're in that stage, their excitement, they picked it out. It's theirs now. It's like, 
the past gets wiped out. It's all good. Right. And also, what if you went to like an estate sure. place and the people are dead? Right. They're like old and they died and this is their jewelry. It's a whole new thing. Yeah. And so like, I think that's kind of sweet. I do Like too. I know after I die, I would like my jewelry to go to good people sure. if my kids don't want I it. I think the things that the, your, you know, your, your article said people did with are, are amazing. I think so many of them. But if you can turn it into something that's either, like, look, if it gets you out of a bad pinch, you know, like the attorney retainer, it's unfortunate. But if that's the way that she got to move forward, then fabulous, you know. Um, it's too bad, but fabulous. Um, the result, hopefully, was good with, with what she wanted. And the other things, like vacation and a car and down payment on a house, I mean, maybe it's just things to create new memories with, and it's much more impactful to someone's life than sitting in a box. I agree. I'm going to read three more that I thought were really good. I went on a trip to visit my best friend. I bought a laptop. I sold mine, found out it was a fake diamond. <laughs> I found his ring and chucked it in a storm drain in a random parking lot one night. <laughs> and then this is a really nice one. I gave him back the ring so he could sell it to get back on his feet. Wow, that's kind. So that's very classy. Mm -hmm. Wow, this has been great. Amazing. Joe, thank you so much You're for welcome. taking time to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we have this insight, you know, of the benefit of time. Right. Absolutely. And I hope that that helps people. And I hope that to my listeners that Joe and I aren't trying to tell you that we thought it was easy. It was not easy. It was very <laughs> painful for us too. Right. And so we understand how you're feeling if you're at the beginning of this. For sure. I want to tell my listeners, if you want to get a hold of Joanne, if you have any financial questions or you, you know, liked what I said about selling your ring and investing the money you can find joanne on the divorce girl smiling website under trusted professionals you can also find all kinds of other trusted vetted professionals from divorce attorneys mediators therapists divorce coaches real estate agents mortgage lender anything you need for your divorce you can go to divorcedgirlsmiling.com. You can also listen to more podcasts, read articles, and sign up for my free consult. In the consult, what I do is talk to you for about a half an hour. You can tell me your story, vent, tell me your issues, and I will recommend professionals who I think would be a good fit for you. So with that said, I want to end on one note and just say that Whatever it is, whatever wedding memorabilia it is, like I saved my bouquet of, it was dried roses. Whatever you need to save, the rule in my opinion should be save what makes you happy to think about. If it was like something you wore that was your mom's, that has nothing to do with your ex-husband. So anything that's separate, save it. And I think later on, you'll be really happy you did. I think that's good advice. So thanks so much for being on the show, Joe. It's my pleasure. I'd love to do it. Thank you. And to my listeners, thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you real soon.